Welcome to the Black Women Working Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us again. How are we doing, everyone? Doing well, thank you, Natalie. Good. So this is just a quick reminder, quick plug to follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Um, What else are we on, guys? Twitter, Instagram, uh, email. Get out our newsletter. Our newsletter, our email. Yeah, that's and the it. website. Gosh, gosh, you know it is. We know we don't record an episode for a while. You just like literally you get a bit rusty. A bit rusty. <laughs> I'm a bit rusty. I'm a bit rusty. But anyway, anyway, welcome to um, our first episode of Let's Talk About It that we've done for a hot minute now. But um, that might be the first in 2020. You know. Oh, don't even say that. No, no. Terry Crews. We did oh, Terry Crews. Oh, yeah, we had to do Terry Crews. Yeah, we had to do Terry Crews. Like ages ago, And Misha and as well. Misha. Exactly. Guys, 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 so guys, guys. It's been a long guys, year. let's focus. Boy, <laughs> let's focus. Okay, so um, something really historic has happened, as a lot of historic things have happened in 2020. But my quote of the day for today is, it was historic when Barack Obama won, but this is something special for black women. And that was said by the Tennessee State University president, Glenda Baskin Glover. So obviously you can tell that we are here to talk about the recent US election, specifically the fact that we now have our first black or woman of color vice president. Kamala Harris. How you say Kamala Harris? Um, I think they say it Kamala because that's how Indian or Kamala Indian, isn't it? Kamala. It's not Kamala. Let's not go down that road because we don't want to be the people that can't pronounce her name. Do you know what I mean? I'm telling you the proper pronunciation, (laughs) isn't it? It's Kamala. um, Just taking just taking a step back, though. There's so many reasons I wanted to discuss this, but the main reason is just about. how it looks for us and how it makes us feel as black women even in the uk when Mm -hmm. we see a senior a black woman promoted or kind of elected to such a senior position even though it's in the us it does have a massive kind of visual impact and aspirational impact on us so just taking a step back um kamala harris (laughs) um who is kamala harris basically she's the child of a jamaican um an indian immigrants mix um, basically both of her parents were professors and she was a state prosecutor for san francisco and for california and i think her legal career ran for a period of about 15 to 20 years before she entered into the senate mm-hmm. um, you mm-hmm. may remember that she did actually try to run for president in her um, own campaign but she was actually one of the first candidates to drop out but she's now been elected as president yeah she ran she was actually on the breakfast club as well and she did a oh, lot really? of she did a lot of um i would say a lot of electioneering a lot mm. of um promotion i'm not too sure as to why she stepped down but i think it was just seen that she wasn't going to be a viable candidate and the party mm. threw their support behind joe biden which is which makes sense now mm. the reason i want to discuss this is because this is being claimed as a major win for black women so having a black woman in such a senior political position is a sign of hope, a sign of freedom, and it coincides with kind of 50, 150 years after black people in the US first were able to vote. So you can imagine aesthetically how inspirational that is to be a black woman, knowing that you're doing something that your ancestors fought for and that you're doing it in order to support and elect a fellow black woman. I can think emotionally, if I was in that position in the UK, how that would make me feel. But some people are naturally wary because ultimately she was a state prosecutor. She did prosecute in a state that retains the death penalty as well. And she worked in a criminal justice system, which we know mass incarcerates black men and black women. So it's not necessarily um, the kind of clean 
Obama history in the sense of he worked as a community organizer, he was a lawyer, but he was always dedicated to community and politics and, you know, bettering communities in poverty. I think it has a more kind of, it leaves more of a more sour aftertaste in the sense of a lot of people still think that she represents a system which is just designed not to work for them. So another thing that makes this election interesting for me is that people talking about black women have won this election, not just because of Kamala, but because of the record numbers of votes that they cast for Biden and Harris. And they are said to have saved the presidency in Georgia, in so many other different states where black women got together, rallied, made sure they were registered to vote, and then came out in record numbers to vote for Joan Harris. So it was 91% of black women voted for Joe Biden. And I think I've even seen Mm. some statistics which basically say if only white men voted, Trump would still be in power. And if only white women voted, Trump would still be in power. And apparently, shockingly, if only black men voted, it would have been more of a... A closer tie but we try let's move on from that so um i'm seeing a lot of emotional speeches and i i just wanted to take a step back and think like guys what do you think this means for black women like as a black woman even though you're on the other side of the pond how does it make you feel how did the whole process um especially what people are saying about the fact that you know black women won this election how does that kind of make you feel um honestly i'm gonna be really honest i've kind of been a bit emotionally removed from it because um 100 i kind of thought that trump was gonna win like i didn't think mm, there was any possibility well. of um joe biden winning so it was kind of a shock when i started to see that things were evening up i was like what god is you playing a joke or something so i was actually quite shocked when they um won but also it was a case of anybody would be better than Trump. So I feel like in the context of this particular election, it's less what these two stand for as in Biden-Harris and more the fact that just get that man out of their ASAP. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Man don't even care what their policies are, what they're on. They just can't be as bad as him. So Mm -hmm. I never really paid attention really and truly to the intricacies or nuances of what they were saying in terms of what they're going to change things. I think Mm. to me, politicians are largely the same. They're going to say all these things. um, Mm. And when it comes down to it, they're probably only going to be able to do a quarter of it. And that's some of that's because they're dishonest, but also some of that is because of the framework and the institutions that they work in. You just can't do anything you like. You are, um, you yeah. are responsible like you have to work with people within from... the system that you're exactly, in exactly right? exactly but then what does that mean for you as a black woman kind of mm. seeing another black woman in a very senior position so take stripping the kind of all of that well, back, i suppose you yeah. can't really strip all of that back because she's there to do a job right but just it's on complex. a purely symbolic level yeah do, okay. do you think it means anything what to I me love, personally oh sorry are you yeah (laughs) you go (laughs) chef no i was gonna say what i love about her is her authenticity and that's something that we've spoken about a lot and whether or not the political realm allows her to fulfill what she sees as her her moral compass in meeting the needs of who are her people but I, i not that's not incidental but at the end of the day there's always an underdog in society and they happen to be um, people who are similar to her, so she's representing them. You know, we know politics is tricky and she might not be able to, but I think every hurdle that she's come up against or, you know, those tricky interviews or whatever, yeah. she's just been like, 
no, no. Like, this is what I want. This is what I stand for. This is what I believe in. And if there's anything that I've that I've enjoyed seeing about her is I believe that she's really authentic. And she's definitely, if it matters, she's definitely a likable character. She's got a personality yeah. that makes you feel like, actually, yeah, she is someone like me. Yeah. Um, I feel like for me, to be honest with you, it's a bit of a tough one for me to um, answer because I haven't followed her clearly as much um, as you have shown, like seen her interviews and stuff like that. But just purely from what I have seen, um, I mean, it doesn't really mean anything for me. And I don't mean that in a harsh way, but I mean, it, it just is what it is. She, her heritage is what it is. I actually do understand the massive significance, though, it is for like African-American women to see someone of Indian background, Jamaican background and a woman. I didn't even realise she was the first woman in political office of that um, height mm -hmm. and when I did clock that I was like okay yeah this is this is really big actually in America like wow so mm -hmm. this is actually you know done some things and I acknowledge the fact that for that sake alone all of those three things coming together she's gonna be a powerful powerful symbol for a lot of young people I feel like I'm just a bit too old now a bit too cynical for that to be good enough for me but I understand it when people say yes like this is so big and their hearts literally mm -hmm. feel full like seeing that um I think I agree with tolls on this one um I feel like it is a good symbol for young people to see, especially because myself, I work with young people and them seeing that they mm. can aspire to do certain things, whether it's political or whether it's just being in a senior position in a company or whatever it is. But I do think that with politics is very tricky and especially in America, it's going to be very hard for her to be for our people and to do things that are going to support us because obviously it's for them, basically. And I think it's going to be difficult for her to do that. But I hope, her, I wish her all the best. I hope she does well, but it's going to be really difficult. Do you when know you what? say difficult, what do you, what's going to be difficult about it? Because she's she's clearly been vote her and Joe Biden. This is what I don't get. Um, but I kind of want to move on from it because it's, this is very political. But her and Joe Biden have effectively been elected on a mandate where 91% mm -hmm. of a demographic, a significant demographic, voted for them and they have you know said time and time again if it wasn't for black women we you know we're, we're yeah, overlooked we're overworked and i think nah she's she's one person in the realm of it that's what i was gonna say is, the, pro the problem is like, and we've seen this in the uk where expectations um, the i think it's called the black society was formed in the 1960s which was led by um diane abbott mm -hmm. bernie grant um sharon atkin and basically they called out politics to say if you want our vote you need to stop using us and you need to make sure that we're represented because mm -hmm. I cannot ignore the element of you know exactly um I think what tolls or sorry maybe you Nat said earlier about the fact that it it was potentially the black women that won this vote so wow you put someone in front of us you got our vote but it doesn't necessarily mean that the landscape of the land or politics is going to change mm -hmm. because they're a single person. Mm -hmm. Representation matters, but it doesn't mean they can make a change. And I think that that's where the difficulty what, yeah. is. Yeah, that's kind of where I was coming from in terms of that. Yes, she's there, and yes, she's there to support everybody and hopefully us. But similar to like with Barack Obama, he was only able to do so far. much. And mm -hmm. I think that's where the difficulty is going to come. There's so many things in America that are against black people. 
And I think mm-hmm, she won't be mm-hmm. able to tackle all of those. Definitely she's, not in her she's term. She's got a good 100%. background in terms of the actual work that yeah, she's and done I... on the ground in her legal work. Mm. But well, has she? Because day... some people are throwing, some people are, are kind of scrutinizing, scrutinizing her history. I think, but for mm. me, it it just doesn't sit right with me that that a demographic can vote for someone so clearly and you know be given so much credit and then you know just be told well there's only so much I can do but I suppose that's the very nature Um, of politics but just moving that kind of separately now to more an issue of work because ultimately we're in a situation where we're seeing a really senior black woman in this aspiration that's leading but we've had a lot of conversations and even we've had some episodes where we talked about the lack of you know senior black women it just leads me if we have this these expectations for Kamala Harris and we're Mm -hmm. already ready to concede that it's kind of difficult for her because of the political framework she operates in how do we how do we feel about the kind of diversity and inclusions discussions that we're having the push for black black people or in our case black women on boards and things like that what are our expectations really of senior black professionals even in our own organizations I think um, that just because the well, one person can't necessarily make that change right now doesn't make um, pushing for that utterly uh, redundant or redundant in any way. I think in order to even start impacting what's going on at the table, you need a seat at the table. And it, yeah. we have to kind of understand that it's a long-term thing. It's not a short-term turnaround. And if you're at the table, at least we presume you could influence it in a small way and p- p- possibly open doors for more people um, to join as well. So I think it is still important for us to see people like ourselves in these senior positions and I guess the responsibility of theirs I don't know whether it's fair or not I, I don't know that's a, that one's a complex one but I would expect them to try and um, make it easier for people such as themselves coming behind them and I think a lot of people do actually work towards that because once um, let's say you're 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 in a business and mostly everyone was white Caucasian male but you're a black woman you've reached kind of the senior levels now that's someone that's kind of seeing something from a different perspective and if the people around you are open-minded then they can start to understand that perspective and see the value in employing more people like you coming from that background and just like that but it's it's a very tough job for someone to take on their shoulders alone I think we actually need to support people more who end up in these places we're very yeah. quick to yeah. just throw them to the walls after two seconds oh you haven't done this that and the other That's... oh you're rubbish do you know what I mean I feel as a community mm-hmm. we need to relax and and step off that and we need to be uh, we had need to have more grace and we actually need to do our research properly because a lot of us will just take things on face value and not understand actually the dynamics of things working behind the scenes so i mean that's all i want to say on that really yeah i think i think we definitely need to manage our expectations Mm -hmm. and it's one thing to vote her in because we because she supports us because we support her because she represents us but at the end of the day me i'm not a politician i don't know your work Mm -hmm. and so we need to manage our expectations and basically in this with the same energy that we supported her to get her there is the same energy that we need to um keep her there so when things are not looking the way we expect them to look or 
something doesn't go the way and I say we but I'm speaking about the American demographic more so the, I'm talking more the, about like when you're in an organization and you see black women in senior positions what are your expectations of those black women like kind of well, I don't think work? I don't think we should have any expectations on people in a, in a role that we're not fulfilling the ex, I think the expectation on us is to support yeah to stay informed and to support because at the end of the day we're not the ones delivering the work we don't know the pressure or the bags how heavy those bags are to carry and so i think to have an expectation when you're not the one doing it that's where the support gets lost because when you feel like they're not delivering is it your place um, um i kind I, of I disagree yeah. i think what i would expect is for them to kind of in the very least maybe mentor and support other people so that they can reach the same positions um i think i understand what i actually understand what you're saying in terms of just like expecting them to do everything no I, I don't think that's fair but i would expect them to kind of um look behind them mm. and see okay where are the gaps where can i kind of extend my hand and help somebody else kind of reach the same level i am or teach them things just kind of like how we're doing now actually with the podcast like we're taking all the experiences yeah. that we've learned in the workplace and we're putting it out there because we don't want the people coming after us um to kind of go through the things that we've gone mm. through unnecessarily we want people to learn vicariously as much as possible than having to go through all the strife uh, that we're going through so that's the that's the expectation that i would have mm. Now, what are you saying? Because last season you were like, I can do my job and I, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing this. Oh, that receipt. So, yeah, wow. Do I have a hairline what? left? Ooh. Do I have it's a hairline? Just, it sounds like you've changed your stance. Can you please? You've changed your tone. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. That was I'm violent. No, no, I think, I think it's, I think it's one of two things. I think, I, th I think there's a difference when you are a mid-level senior person and you don't really have a lot of power and then when you are at the head of the company I think for me there's like a difference so like, that's why I kind of wanted to have the discussion after the election because I feel like she's so senior and we've already kind of said well she works within a system it might not be we can't have you know we've got to keep her there and things like that and it just really gets down to the the bones of how we as black women continue to support other black women but also the extent to which we need to hold them accountable to account mm. and I feel like that is a tricky did we have uh, the same expectation of Obama because I don't know I don't know I think we I think Americans did I think Americans did but did we see an increase of black representation on the back of Obama because oh lord he did if he didn't do that why are we expecting her to oh gosh. yeah but then but then that's what I'm saying different. you're going no, by but, history no, but you, but you look at what's happened before and then you're thinking okay this hasn't happened when Obama was there so now she's there is it going to happen yes or no but the problem is, is then you can't you you can't then ask people to vote for you, and expect and then rely on the support and like you said, um, not deliver. And so, like for me, this that's was not one part of the delivery. Did she say that she would up representation? She said she would deliver her job. No, I think we're yeah. talking about made a fair point because though. the point I'm trying to make is. The, the point I'm I am trying to make is people are saying that this is a win for black women and it's like every time there's a black woman first it's seen as a win for black women and what I'm trying to really scrutinize is just having black women in random senior places is that a win for us if it's a win for us is there any role that we play in holding those people accountable because we can have as many black women first or 
it can be black women first or it can be black women only only once and so that's where i'm trying to find do you I, get what i'm trying I to say would, it's true. i would hope with her like i said before with her level of authenticity and the things that she has said very publicly and in her work and um, within the legal system has worked to fight that we will see that but at the end of the day that's not her job is it was Condoleezza Rice that. a win for us? Because she was in high political stakes before Kamala mm. as well. There's been many black people that have come and gone. So I actually understand what Chantel was saying. And she raised a very good point. Like, are we putting expectations on Kamala that we didn't even put on um, Barack Obama? And is that we, we kind did, of... We did put those. We did put those expectations on him. And that's why people no, have said that nothing really changed. And that's why one of the no. times... No, I think when we were speaking about Obama, we were speaking about the work that he would do for the black Americans as a nation on the ground level. I don't think we were talking necessarily about what politics looked like on the inside. Or if he's going to be bringing in black men. I don't but then think maybe that that's a but, conversation. But I'm not expecting her to bring in black women. So I, I think this is getting a bit skewed because what I'm trying to, what I'm I hear what tr- you're saying. trying to say is how, how do we look at these type of things? Do we see them as wins? do we see them as losses what, think, where is the accountability maybe, maybe i'm not i'm not whole, talking i'm not expecting no, her to go in and I then she hires 20 million whole... black women and things like that I, th- right, that's not so... what that's not the what the question is the question is is what does black representation actually truly really right. mean for us so as black when, women when we say a win for black women i think that is us basically hailing up the black woman that has won mm-hmm. i don't necessarily think oh. that when we say it's a win for black women that we feel like all of us are going to come up. We would hope that we will. We like to see representation. We know that this is going to be inspiring. And perhaps there might be some changes that we haven't seen before. But I think when we say a win for black women, I think we really mean it's a win for her as a black woman. I agree. because I agree exactly with what Shan has said. Because um, myself personally in the workplace, I've had quite a few black managers. And I'm happy to see them there. And I'm happy for the representation, but what they're actually doing, the work that they're actually doing, I don't think it would measure up to what I would expect in terms of I would try to do something Megan. else. I would try to do something else. But no, I don't think you can. I don't think you can. Yeah, everyone was like, "Oh, it's a win." Like this is this is history. What you really think you're going to see an inundated black royal family Hell in the no. UK? Hell no. It was a win for black people because, like, raw, she's got a seat at a different sort of table that didn't mean that it was going to follow through for the rest of us and we hail her up for that and we respect that and we love that ceremony yes. and that person playing the cello and that pastor preaching the yes, ceremony we, love we, it. We, we, we celebrated that but I again I think it's the same context we don't necessarily see that as a win for us as a collective. I, I'm going to say, based off the way that you've um, defined what win is, it's not really a win for me. I don't really care in that respect. I'm not going to lie. Like, I see if we're talking about a win for black women, the way I understand that to mean is that there's been a heavy um, presumption that she's going to change things for black women and make it easier in the country um, for black women. That's what I understand 
understand to mean by a win for black men. I don't care that. I don't really, really care, like, that she... Like, on a deep level, like, I don't really actually care that she's there. Like, I see it as a personal achievement. I recognise the symbolism of it. But that's not a win for me as a black woman. What's that got to do with me? <laughs> like, do you know, that's me personally, my perspective. Like, I, I, I don't really care about that. I just... I see it as a win for Indian people, a win for Jamaican people, a win in terms of, you know, female representation in the White House. And the first female representation was not a white woman. It was someone of a multicultural heritage. I don't care that that, that doesn't mean anything. To, that's not significant to me as a black woman. That's but me personally. What I will say, I think potentially for us, there is a level of skepticism in this conversation. And I wonder if we mm. were 20, 20 year old graduates, 21 year old graduates, 100%. we would feel a bit more bright eyed. That's, what, I've, that's what I said definitely. before. That's what I said before. Like I'm bringing my older age cynicism into it. Definitely. If I was younger, like you said, I feel like I would be like, oh my. But then actually I might not because I would have grown up in a, um, a timeline where Obama was a president. So it wouldn't even have felt like this is such a new thing. It would have felt like it was a little bit possible. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, say maybe, yeah, if it was a different, if it was a different context entirely. But that's also another point to make, like definitely in terms of like the younger children, maybe five, seven or whatever, they're going to grow up in like a generation where such a person was in the White House and it's not even going to, it's not even going to feel weird to them or strange. And I think it's important in that respect, but that's got nothing to do with black women, to be honest with you, <laughs> at least to, to me. Um, <laughs> they just don't get it they don't get it yeah I feel like you just don't get it so I don't... Natalie say what you're saying let me yeah say your no, because you're saying. I just I don't feel, ask us the I, question I feel like we're just speaking a... at cross don't purposes don't ask the question bring 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 your thoughts your to the table. because yeah, what please. I'm the thing is what I'm trying to what I'm trying to do also is just trying to think about emotionally how we feel when we see black people in positions of power and whether we need to temper that feeling mm. because ultimately we I don't I don't really like discussing tokenism and things like that and I don't want to reduce anyone's achievements to tokenism but when I'm looking at it I'm thinking to myself if I'm working in a law firm and I see like a black woman who's head of that law firm is there some extra trust that I'm placing that I'm not going to go and work in a toxic toxic microaggressive environment mm. because nah. at the very head exactly so then part of me thinks well it's really good to be to see women black women in those senior positions mm -hmm. What does it mean if at the bottom people are still starting from ground zero? That's the that's the real point I'm trying to get to. And I think <clears throat> just seeing the kind of emotive response. And also one thing that I wanted to pick up on, but I didn't really raise it, is the idea that black women have had to save the election, that we've had to turn out in record numbers, that we've done all of all of this work. And now us as four black women, fair enough, not American, so we have a very different perspective, a British perspective, can look back and say, OK, well, we've done all this work, we've helped her get in power, but we can't really have any expect Our expectations of her need to be tempered and lower. Of course, we need to be realistic. But then it just makes me think about how that translates into our are every day and you know how we feel when we have see black women in senior positions mm. does what does that actually mean because this it's all part of whether we like it or not it's all part of this wider diversity and inclusion conversation that we keep having all the time and this whole idea you can't be what you can't see and representation mm. and it's just thinking about 
you know, when are we going to critically take a step back and think about what representation really actually means and to really yeah. assess it and also to really hold it to account because I feel like having represent representation without accountability, specifically when black women have worked hard to put you in a position where it, that won't be an equivalent at workplace because if mm-hmm. if I become partner at my law firm it's probably going to be 95% down to my physical work fair enough I have mentors I have people that support me I have a wider community so mm-hmm. I'll drop that down to about 75% to be realistic because your community is key but ultimately if I get into that position and then I'm just like that's nice and I'm not mm-hmm. I don't even open any doors I don't do anything I then take on behaviors that do not represent behaviors that i i believe black women in these positions should have people can look at me from a distance people can see my linkedin and be like right that's amazing i want to apply to that law firm because that's got really senior black women there blah Mm. blah blah blah. but it means nothing for them and that's where i feel like representation to me is so it's inspiring but it's also so dangerous i think mm-hmm. it comes I, down I think... to relationship for me so let me use the uk examples let's put push america to the side for a moment now yeah now say if you say like next election obviously this is not going to happen but maybe like diane abbott became like the right yeah or the whatever the next position is I would feel so emotional about that because I know who she is and what she stands for in so much as we can from like a public perspective. But it's because we know her work. We know what she's been putting in into the community. Do you know what I mean? There's receipts for days in terms of what she's done Mm -hmm. with Kamala. I didn't know. So I couldn't feel that emotional connection with it. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's where the emotion comes from for Mm -hmm. a lot of people because they know her and her policies and what she stands for deep like that. That's why for me, it's a bit of an aloof thing. But if you're telling me Diane Abbott is going to become the prime minister yeah, or what do we call the next person? The no, they just become prime minister. They don't have yeah. this handover. The this handover no, the, just like you know, you have a vice president in the in the United States. Deputy prime minister. Yeah. yeah. Cha- you, no, it's, isn't it the chancellor that usually? No, it's deputy prime the, minister. Historic. No, but historically, the chancellor usually is the person who runs to be elected for prime minister next. That's oh, okay. Person. Yeah, whichever one it is, I like. I can tears can fall out of my eye on that occasion so i think to answer your question specifically on why the emotions and stuff i think for a lot of actually let me not speak for people but i think for some people yeah that could be the context of it and that's an occasion in which i would feel like really powerfully like really strongly about something like that and again if we're just talking about you know your normal corporate environment or your business environment i think it would feel significant to me if i actually knew the work that the person had been involved in and i could see what they'd been doing and then i see that that's where they've got to i'll be like raw yeah man like that's a representation representation that would really hit me and just be like but if i don't really know you and i just see that you're in that position i don't have any background in history i'll be like you know good for you and everything like yeah that's cool man i respect that you're up there but it's not really gonna hit like that that's that's i think context matters and i think that you raise a good question when you talk about the when you talk about the dichotomy between representation being one thing inspiring yes nice clap clap versus what do we do with that representation i think Mm -hmm. the question you posed to us earlier was how will we hold them to account and there is this element like as you were talking i was thinking there is this element of sort of like 
I don't know if this is the right phrase, but like altruistic behavior in that if I see a black woman down, yeah, I'm going to help you up and then I'm going to carry on about my daily business. I don't expect necessarily, like I'm talking about in a day-to-day context, I don't expect necessarily that I'm going to hold your hand for the rest of the day and Mm. I don't necessarily expect that you're going to come back and find me and thank you because we just do what we need to do in that moment. So in terms of the election, in that moment, what happened is we saw a black woman that needed a help up and we was like, cool, like have the help, have the hand, have our vote or have whatever. I think it is like, I don't even think I could answer the question today when you frame it like that. And I guess even when we then put it contextually as as, um, Tolu has, if we ourselves had the same thing happening in the UK, what would that really, really mean? You know, emotionally, practically, academically, systemically to see a black woman in such a senior position and how that filters out for us and and the the sort of interdependency between how we need her and how she needs us throughout this term um i i think i think the question what does representation means we have now we have now taken it to the next layer because we do see black people black women stepping into positions that they once didn't tick Mm -hmm. box well done you're able to get there we're able to go to top universities Mm -hmm. we've proven that we're able to get these positions but now what does representation next how is our work how is our work respected what do those relationships in the workplace look like how is policy changing how is you know what i mean and i don't i don't think we've been able to hit on that actually you've really hit a point with me now because i don't think we've been able to hit on that because we've just been so concerned with getting the seat at the table in the first place and now that's what i was saying earlier yeah i mean Um, you you've really touched it sorry i I will let you jump in but yeah i completely agree i think i was saying this to to nats earlier like it's at the point now where i feel like the doors have been opened in so many places so for me it's no longer just supporting someone just because they're black or listening this context call a black woman it's like i'm what like and what like you said Chantel, it's like right it's next now because people the doors have been opened let's move to the next bit go rach i think for me um based off of what natalie was saying i always look at what other communities are doing and how other people will use their representation in senior positions what they do with it do they bring people in do they fight for their own do they do whatever the situation is and i feel like yes we've made we've got ourselves to a position where we're able to sit in certain positions that we weren't able to sit but i think we've just got the seat and then we do what bits we can we try we try we try here and there but i feel like with other communities you'll see them bringing in their friends they're bringing in their uncles they're bringing in this person they're doing this they're fighting for this certain position and i feel like that's where we now when we're in these positions need to step it up we need to have advisors around us that are looking like us we need to have people around us that represent us and are here for us because that's what other communities but are doing and new, they don't apologize for it this is they're, a new they're doing their work fight. it's a new level yeah it's of a fight. new because yeah. now basically what's happened is you get the placebo effect or the pacifier okay guys we've given you your person okay lady you have your seat sit down now and be quiet yes what that's what the next want. level of battle now is will she be able to challenge these white men at the table will she be able to have her people around her because that is that's a whole new fight because that's when she's gonna become a puppy it's it's just that's when she's gonna become a puppy yeah but to me it's just just, i just think i I think what who are her people 
Right. I like. I would. I really want to bring up on this point because I think we're in danger. We're in danger of like, um, kind of homogenizing us as black people and as black yeah. women because we're diverse. And I think that's one of the dangerous things about seeing one person as a represent representation of an entire community. We all have different belief values and systems. I'm talking in a political sense now, specifically of Kamala Harris. She is not going to be able to represent every black woman. We need to understand mm. that. Yeah, we she know, is a black know. woman coming from a different perspective now if you bring it back to let's say uk working environment we need to understand that just because a black woman is there does not necessarily mean her interests align with mm. say her interests may not align with mine she may not have the same beliefs as mine and i think we kind of sometimes forget that when we're mm. we're we're fighting and, and we're striving we don't understand that we are just, all different people and that's the other thing whether or not you want to admit it women like you and i can be considered as middle class and our needs are completely mm. different to right. the working class or the lo- oh, I, I hate to say the term but of the lower classes or whatever the less working educated class. The, 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 the less educated the people who are more likely to be targeted the more likely to be unemployed blah 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 and who, I know who basically that... need the state more right so again and and that's a whole diff- that is a whole different yeah. battle to fight it's a whole different battle to fight and exactly what Tully's saying their needs is completely different from my needs so again in terms of managing expectations we've got so many layers of what we expect let's not homogenize the group who is going to be her primary focus is mm-hmm. it going to be the people that she really feels like she's representing in terms of people like her is it going to be the people who are considered the underdogs of society that are like her or is her job about what she does systemically inside which we won't be able to see like there's a few things there's a few things there and none of them are small and is her responsibility even to look out of out for us specifically as a shared leader of a nation ultimately no she has to work in the best interests of society as a whole as you know as harsh as that may sound like the best leader is someone that can bring all segments and or, or all areas of society together and do what's best for all those people which is one of the the campaign slogans kind of lines um that um biden was running on it's not like this isn't a diverse it isn't that person that part that person over there it's one united states of america and, and i'm going to do things that bring all of us together and it's not for yeah, democrats we, yeah, and not for republicans yeah and this is exactly why i said earlier that it will be difficult for her to yeah. focus on us in that political kind of realm well, on be them because it's not us because it's, True. it's not us because we're not americans it's not us yeah the, okay it's not us per black, se it's but an american african-american america. women yeah mm. and even mm. men if you're going to take it as a race thing then yeah. yeah but it will be difficult for her to fight specifically for their needs because if she's if she's doing it as the whole the whole people together it's going to be hard it's going to be really difficult for her to do everything that everybody's expecting of her and the things that she might have been able to do previously in her law career and whatever she might not be in a position where she could do those now i think what i'm really taking from this is there is i'm re i'm re-evaluating what representation means to me yes mm. like i it's said i deeply one. i deeply have taken that question with me um I definitely, I don't know, there's been a point in this conversation where I've been like, rah, okay, pause, really yeah. pause for a second. Mm. Because if I'm honest with you, I'm just, I'm not really particularly concerned about what she does or what she doesn't do. Mm. More, it was using it as 
as a kind of a, the beginning a of a conversation mm -hmm. as a launch point because I feel like if I'm honest I don't have the range to speak on the, on the US political yeah. system mm -hmm. yeah. and also don't have the range to speak on the African-American perspective Experience. life and mm. their experiences but what I was trying to do is use it as a thinking point as when you look on social media when you go on the internet and you read articles and you try to understand you know this is being held up as something that is so kind of pivotal and so kind of important for African community African American community and wider black people internationally and I'm just asking the question as to why and it's not necessarily me saying well she can't do things for all people but this conversation has been interesting for me just to listen to to think that and I keep saying the point is that black women put her there but we've already accepted with and she hasn't even been elected to office that she can't do the things that we need her to do can you see the can you can you see but that we're black british women to be fair so i wonder if like um african-american American women, women have, have the same but then yeah. it, but then to me it just shows ultimately that we're happy to have her mm. but we're not happy well, I'm not saying we, but because I'm looking outside, but, but we're not happy to hold her to account. And then it, and mm. then it makes me think as well. We have those same conversations when we see black senior people in the workplace. We're happy to have them, but we're not happy to hold them to we've account. Already accepted and, defeat. Exactly. We've already before we've even and and before we've even started, we've already accepted defeat. But I think so it's that, a fair. I think it's a fair point, and I think it's a fair starting point, and I think that that is not to the detriment of the character or the work of the people that we're talking about. I think it's more that mm -hmm. we understand that the systems in which they operate. Mm -hmm. So I'm not... I'm so not then what does black lower... representation really mean lower... then? Because exactly. you just have a system. Yeah, but do you get what I'm saying? So <laughs> no, that's why, no, that's why I'm saying... <laughs> Yeah. But that's, that's why I said she said she's gonna take it away. I said there's a new layer of work order, order in the be, court. There's a new layer of work that needs to be done now. Because, yeah. and, and that's what I mean. Like, it's like temple really run, isn't it? Yeah, we really need to think like what is going to happen because we. I don't have this skeptical view because I don't believe in her. I don't mm. think that she's not credible enough. I don't think that she's not hardworking enough. But I the thing just, is, we it's not even either. We keep talking about her, and to be to be frank not to be flippant I don't care about her to me it's more about how mm. using her as an example for how we feel when we see black women in senior positions period basically so, what it comes down to is the system is the issue which we've always known that's the reason why we feel kind of like you know we kind of accept defeat in advance is because we know the system has already been yeah, but created then we, but to make most it more definitely difficult. but then we have this whole conversation about representation um, it's still and which, important and diversity and inclusion and I just wonder to myself mm, mm. okay cool what does it actually really mean and maybe I'm glad that this conversation is um, maybe this conversation is um, quite interesting in, in terms mm. of um, just taking that kind of step back to really think I'm not trying to take anything away from anyone I'm not trying to predict doom and I'm not trying to predict failure um, I'm not trying to have inflated unnecessary um how do you say expectations but what it mm. does is, is like now we're getting into the second wave where we've had all these conversations um all these conversations especially after the um black lives matter um situations that we had from march to the summer and now i can't see a black square now i can't see a statement now i can't see evidence that this even looking today can you even see evidence that this you know george floyd was even murdered we still don't have oh, Bruno 
you know what I mean? And I'm not even talking about the injustices that we faced in this country with the UK government releasing race relations um, reports oh, at 1am in the morning and not expecting us to see it. But mm-hmm. that's a different subject for a different day. Black, but, sti- Black Twitter stays awake. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But the, the point I want to make is where when do we get to that second level of analysis? When do we really... Stop. I don't got the answers, Sway. Yeah. I don't got the answers. Yeah. But anyway, so I think I think we've chatted about <laughs> for long enough. So um <laughs> sorry, I just want to thank you so much for listening. Guys, this is obviously an ongoing topic. So if you have any questions, you want to email us, you want to tweet us at BWWPodcastUK, you want to hashtag use the hashtag um contact us at blackwomenworkinguk at gmail.com please do because i think this is going to be an ongoing theme for the discussions mm. that so we have looking, looking forward do you know what i mean it's, it's something for us all to think about because i don't want to be that debbie downer like oh just because the black person's in power it doesn't mean anything <laughs> but it is getting to a point where i'm beginning to realize that right yeah are they playing me like what does it actually mean <laughs> they're gaslighting us isn't it <laughs> yeah but anyway remember we can always keep the conversation going and please tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to help us get the word out yeah. thank you all right is that it say bye everyone bye, bye. bye.